Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Families. My name is Julie Pierce and I'm a leadership coach. I invest in leaders all over the world, but I'm also a mom investing in two leaders live in my house. And if you want to help your kids love Jesus, love others, and also become the leaders that they were created to be, I highly encourage you to check out Basecamp. Just 30 minutes a week and you'll get to access all of the tips and the tools and the practical resources that Don and Suzanne have put together over the years. I mean, I've learned so much from them over the years and I know you have too. And now they put it all in one place to make it easy for us. Just 30 minutes a week and I promise you, you're going to see a big impact in your family. Hey, welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast, Don and Suzanne Manning, and our very, 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 very special guest, uh, (laughs) Julie Pierce. Suzanne, you want to introduce Julie to us? Yes, and so Julie is what we would call one of our dear friends. Um, We uh, go to Valley Creek together, um, and then she was our daughter's boss, Macy's boss, for a little while. And what's amazing about Julie is that she walks in the gift of leadership like I've never seen anybody ever before. And anybody who gets in front of her, she shares that gift with them. And so we um, corralled her into sharing that gift with our crazy cool families. Yeah, we are. If you've been listening to our podcast, we're just finishing up our Fight for Families series, F-I-G-H-T. Faith, inspire, <laughs> give, hugs, and teach. And tra- Yeah, and so we ended the, tra- the teach, train yeah. one with saying, and you want to know how to train your children to be kingdom leaders. Well, we'll talk about that next week, and now it's this week. That's right. And so we brought Julie on because I would say you are an expert. And so we just want to her to share her wisdom with you. Uh, so many times parents might say, my kids are not a leader. And I radically disagree. And Julie's going to prove while I, that I'm right, that yeah. your kids are actually, cre- they have been created to be leaders. And she's going to tell us some things to do to, to help you help them be who God's called them to be. So welcome, Julie. Yeah, thanks for having me. This yeah. is a total treat. I just have learned so much from y'all over the years and it's just a gift to be with y'all well we we have um julie is her website's juliepierceleadership.com and what she's evolved to over over the 20 years she's been doing leadership stuff in churches and in so many different arenas you worked for even nokia at one yes, point right yes no kid does that company still exist <laughs> they do they they're do. going they're, strong in finland they, oh, there <laughs> we um so um, her website is juliepierceleadership.com. And one of the things she does is, is leadership coaching. And so you talk to a lot of leaders and help them through things. I mean, just share just a little bit about that so they can let you know kind of what you're doing right now. Yeah, I love coaching leaders because it's a chance you know, oftentimes leadership is lonely and Mm, we feel like we're in it by ourselves. And so to get to be the coach in their corner, who's cheering them on, who's challenging them, who's helping them see those big obstacles or challenges from a different perspective and then develop a plan to get through it. And so I, I love it. I work with all kinds of different executive leaders Mm. and it's just a blast to get to invest in them and then see the impact it has on their teams. Right. Wow. You know, um, 
How did you get interested in leadership? I mean, you've been doing it a long time now. So what made you be go, oh yeah, I'm a leader and I want to help other leaders? Yeah, you know, there was a season in my mid thirties where I just wasn't quite sure what I was going to do with the next season of my life. And it just been through a really hard season in leadership and then personally as well. And I just spent a pretty significant time seeking the Lord and asking him just lots of questions about how I was made and designed about how I was uniquely created in order to bring him glory and to do some good for other people. And I just kept asking him those kinds of questions. And he just slowly began to show me that the people group that I cared most about, that I just loved being with, that I loved serving, that I loved seeing them succeed, it was leaders. Mm. And I loved that because I loved seeing them then go back and have this big impact with their teams. Like, I know... (laughs) I'm sure I'm not alone. Like, I'm sure there are other people who have also experienced this. Like people tell you whenever you're growing up, oh, you're going to go change the world. And (laughs) I always felt like that was so, so much pressure. (laughs) You know, when I heard that and I remember like, how, tell me how change the world. I don't know what that means. And what the Lord showed me was that through leaders, by empowering other leaders, they were going to go and change their world. That yeah. that was how I was going to have yeah. impact that's in the good. kingdom. That's good. And so that's really where it started. So then I just started asking questions. Okay, so how? So what does that look like to empower leaders in this season? And every season, it's looked a little bit different. But most of the time, it looks like coaching other leaders and their teams. Mm-hmm. It looks like kind of helping teams work together in whatever way that looks like. And then just a lot of communicating with groups because a lot of, I have a lot of speaking background. So that's typically what it looks like. And that's what it's looking like right now. Well, I love it when you listen to God's voice and, and, you know, I think God gives us certain themes in our life that we go down. And like for us, it's been family and parenting, you know, uh, and it's been amazing to watch how God continues to speak that language to us. And he's just spoken that leadership language to you. And, and, and like Suzanne says, you're walking in your gifting. We're going to talk today about, you know, leaders and their gifting versus the skills of leadership and some things in your kids. So as we start to focus on kids and developing kingdom leaders let's just talk first maybe about what a kingdom leader is yeah like and what's maybe the just difference like, yeah what versus a, a world leader. leader yeah what's the difference between or, yeah that's a great question because a lot of people when they say kingdom they're like okay what does kingdom yeah, what really is king- mean it's not yeah. a term we use every day in our vernacular you know but so but we talk a lot about kingdom leaders what how would you say you define that yeah At the end of the day, great leadership is great leadership from a principles standpoint and from a skills standpoint, right? And so that's not so much what distinguishes a kingdom leader from a worldly leader. What distinguishes them is that instead of building their own kingdom, Mm -hmm. right, they're building God's kingdom. Right. Um, When we look at Genesis 1, 26 through 28, I mean, that's where we really see God give each of us this created commission to go and rule and reign with him, right? I mean, he's talking through be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it with, and use all of your vast resources for the good of God and man. Like all of that Mm. is his invitation to rule and reign with him. And because of Jesus, when he redeemed all the things that got broken and messed up in the fall, he redeemed that created commission in us as well. Mm -hmm. And so a kingdom leader 
is looking at the world, at their team, at the people in front of them as image bearers instead of just people here to do something and get something done. Mm. Um, As a kingdom leader, we have the Holy Spirit. And so we're looking and hearing supernatural insight and wisdom into what we're facing. Mm -hmm. So all of those pieces are what set us apart. We are, um, I love the verse, I think it's Colossians 3.23, but it might be 2.32. I <laughs> can't, can't confirm, even though I've been like quoting this verse for 20 years. All I the numbers are there, just up. figure them out. Anywho, um, where it says, work unto the Lord, not as unto men. For it's the Lord Christ that you're serving. Thank you. I thought so, but then I always am like afraid that I I start to doubt. I don't even go with the numbers. I'm yeah. yeah. In Colossians. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna look it up just to confirm. Okay. Thank you. But what I love about that is, again, it's saying, hey, you're working and you're leading just like everybody else around, but you are working as unto the Lord. I love it. He is the one that you're serving. He is the one. Who, who, it doesn't matter who, where you're getting your paycheck from. It doesn't yes. matter where you're getting yes. your pat on the back or not. He is the one so who has invited gosh. you into this space to lead. And so he's the one you're serving. He's the one who's showing you which direction to go. That's right. And so, so is everyone a kingdom leader? Is, or is it just people who are chosen by God to be leaders or people like you who are interested in leadership? Yeah, that's a, that, yeah, that's a great question. So I feel like where people get stuck is the whole asking, okay, well, is everybody a leader? Is nobody a leader? Some people leaders, but not. Is Are we born leaders? Or are we made leaders? Is it nature? Or is it nurture? All of those things. Yeah. At the end of the day, again, because of that created commission, if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, if you're choosing to follow Jesus, then you are choosing to lead. Mm-hmm. You were made a leader. I think so when it everyone comes, is in terms of so Adam and Eve were commissioned and yeah. that commissions everyone. Yes. And I think part of where we mix up is like we think leadership is a role. Oh, that's good. Yeah. We think leadership oh, is a that's title. Good. That's right. Good. And the reality is we lead every space that we go into. It's an identity. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's totally who we is. are. It's, it's not who we what are. we do. And it is also what we do. Yes. But it's not just what we do. Well, we right. lead. But yeah. As, yeah. Yeah. So, lead, so how do you distinguish good. that? You said we lead in every situation, yet God also asks us to follow. Yes. So how do we, so as, so we're talking about how to train kingdom yes. leaders. Suzanne mentioned last podcast, let's look, talk about how to train kingdom leaders. How do you train kingdom leaders and where is the role of leading and where is the role of following as we look at life situations? Yeah. Well, great leaders are great followers. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you don't have a great leader if they're a terrible follower, mm-hmm. if they can't take direction from anybody, if they can't submit to a bigger vision, if like that's, it's just, I, I, I think it's probably impossible. I'd love to have somebody try to prove me wrong on that one. Right. But you know, the scriptures say, you know, follow me as I follow Christ. Right. Wasn't right. that Peter who mm-hmm. said that? And we, we follow Jesus. And as we're following him, other people are following behind us. And I truly believe that every space we walk into, there's an opportunity to lead through influence, even if you're not the one in charge. Right. 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 That's good. Um, Like this morning I was driving to school with my youngest son. He's in middle school and they have their one at play this Mm -hmm. week. Mm -hmm. Very big deal. And he's a theater kid, so this is like been living for Are this. Are they performing it like oh, being yeah. rated? And, oh yes, and yeah, the whole like, thing. They win, they win or lose with that. Yes, yeah. all the things. 
And they have had, just like everybody else they're competing against, they've had school closure because of COVID. They've had school closures because of the ice recently, yes, all yes, that stuff. Yes, and yes. so they're feeling behind. And so the anxiety is growing. Da, 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 da. And <laughs> so I'm like dropping, I'm like, now remember, you're walking in. Everybody's going to be anxious and nervous and talking about all the things. And you're going to walk in like, we got this, guys. That's good. You're going to walk yeah. in and you're going to say, we got, and you're going to stay positive and you are not going to feed the crazy that is just like right. cycling up right now that is not going to help your teacher. So, and so, he's not in, he's not in that. charge of it. He's not in charge of the one act play. Right? He is not in charge but of the one act play. Huge influence, but he has influence, yeah. right? He right. his voice matters, and he everybody is looking. Yeah, absolutely. And okay, yet, so parents, did you hear that? I mean, that's what we're talking about right there. Is how do we how do we coach and train our kids to be leaders in every situation? We're that still small voice in their head that's saying, "You're not going to go in and in, in feed the crazy. You're going to go in and be calm. You're going to be cool. You're going to be an encouragement. You're going to be." And so, as we lead them in what to do so that they can then go lead their peers. Yes. Oh, that's so good. That's what I want. That's what I want to hear from you. I want to hear what are some of the things that you've done with specifically with your sons that has, that have created the leaders that they are now. What are the, I mean, like if you could be little Julie on our, on our shoulder, <laughs> if you will, as parents and telling us what are some of those things yeah, it, it's interesting. I asked both my boys at separate times, you know, telling them I was going to come and chat with y'all. And I said, you know, I feel pretty confident that if y'all walked into just about any room, anywhere, and there's a leadership void, you could step in and lead and be just fine. Right. Do you think that's true? And they were like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like they both just, of course, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, did you what? think, yay me? And, no, and I thought, like, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. <laughs> That's, that's way, Thank that's goodness some of it's working. <laughs> um, but I think some of the things that we've just always done, I think it's a couple of different things. I think one, it's a little bit of teaching, which really is coaching is really what I want to emphasize. Yeah. And then there's some telling with the teaching side of things. Um, <laughs> I think it's, it's, it's almost like, do y'all know, like, um, when police officers do like a ride along with, um, mm -hmm. so the experienced, you know, police officers there in the driver's seat and you've got a young guy or a young girl with them who's wanting to learn what it looks like. And, and, and a great experience like that, the older, wiser veteran is kind of helping them see the experience through their eyes. Mm, right? right. And it's coaching them along. And did you see what happened there? Whatever. I I'd shared with y'all earlier, I played basketball growing up. And in high school, I played center or post, mm -hmm. and I got a lot of foul trouble pretty early in the game, let's be honest. And there were many <laughs> times where I fouled out, and I wanted to sit at the end of the bench <laughs> away from my coach. And she always made room for me to sit right next to her. And the whole game. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine. <laughs> the whole game, she would pepper me with questions like, do you see what's happening? What defense are they running? Where did you, What? why does she have her head down? What does she really need to be doing there? Like constantly wow. asking me questions, wow. showing me all along the way at the game from her perspective. And so I think part of what we do when we teach leadership with our kids mm -hmm is we're just showing them that leadership perspective all the time. Oh, and well, so, and I, lo I love that because even in that example, it's like, good. what could a coach do? She could sit you beside her and say, 
why do you always fell out? <laughs> what, you know, my goodness. And that was that was legitimate. She should have said that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. But I mean, but instead, and I think this really applies with parents is we see those adversarial situations, whether it be you fouling out or your kids, everybody being anxious about the one act play. And we use those as opportunities yes. to influence and teach and say, you know, she wasn't teaching you. She might say, hey, if your footwork was better, right. you wouldn't foul there. Yes. Do you see where that post is getting in yes. position with their feet? I play basketball, too. And so, you <laughs> know, where basketball. You, yeah, where you would say, you know, your footwork is going to keep you from yep. fouling or something like that. But she's not berating you and saying you're a loser because you right. foul out every time and you're killing the team and all that stuff. Yes. And I I think we have so many opportunities like that as parents. We have so many opportunities. So when I think about that, I think it's it's doing that coaching, that lifetime coaching when it happens, when the opportunity presents itself and seeing everything. Well, seeing everything as leadership. So great example of this. I, I remember this like it was yesterday. My oldest was in elementary school and he had some, he's in high school now. He's in so high school now and he's a high school junior now, but he was in elementary school and fifth grade had some kind of group project they were working on. And he comes home from school one day and I'm like, Hey, Hey bub, how was, tell me about school. What's going on? He was just grumpy and griping <laughs> and just put out about this group project. He was telling me about how nobody's doing anything and he's going to have to do everything, blah, blah, blah. Just grumbling, grumbling, grumbling. And finally he took a breath and I was like, this sounds like a great opportunity for you to step in and lead. They need a leader. They need you to step in. Like so, you have so many great ideas. Grade. So yes. Good. I'm like, you have so many great ideas. Like you could easily like just cast a vision for them, like what this could look yeah. like and where it could go and then break it down and like assign different things. And then once y'all get some momentum, like I'm talking it all through and finally he's like, mama, everything with you about leadership. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him. I was like, well, of course it yes. is. Do you not know who I am? Like, yes, of course it is. But it's just constantly that kind of stuff where it's like you see the opportunity, you help them lift their head and see, oh, this is an opportunity for you to lead. Like, and here's what a leader would do. And here's so what that looks like. You work, you so work with a lot of, le- you work with a lot of people that are leaders and you say some people are great leaders, some people are not. But I mean, obviously your gifting is leadership. What would you say to parents that are like, not Julie Pierce and not, <laughs> Le- I mean, how would you coach them? to look for things and to be able to the non the people who don't think of them parents that don't think of themselves as leaders how did those parents coach their kids as leaders yeah so i think first of all everybody's everybody's leading you're right. leading somebody you're right. leading your family you're leading your kids you're leading that team at work you're leading that team that you serve with like you mm-hmm. are leading and somebody is following you and watching you and you're is being influenced by you the things that I try on the teaching side of things, it's usually skills and service. So great leaders serve. So if you can teach your kids how to look at everything through like, okay, well, how can we serve them? How can we serve? Cause that's what leadership is at the end of the day, mm, you're serving the team, you're serving your organization, you're serving the greater good. Like you name it, you are serving that That's what good. you're doing is an offering. Just like your fifth grader needed to serve his team. Yes. I mean, so, totally. so, so you're saying that a parent could just say, okay, in any situation, one of the fallbacks, if you don't know what to do, yeah. is just say, how are we going to serve? Yes. How are we going to serve? So and I think also serving with your kids mm-hmm. so that you can have those kind of coaching conversations with them 
is a great way to do that. My my youngest and I, we were talking about this on the ride to school this morning, and I asked him, I was like, okay, so how did you pick up some of the leadership skills that you have? Like, you've got a lot of skills. Like, you're really good at walking into situations. How did you pick up some of that? And he said, well, part of it was just watching you guys like I got to watch y'all lead with the BCLA students or with this group of people. Mm-hmm. Like I just got to see you right. facilitate or how you would talk with somebody on the side or whatever. He said, but then whenever we served in the four-year-old class. So when Ethan was in, that's my youngest, when he was in elementary school, he wasn't old enough to serve by himself mm-hmm. in our children's ministry, but he and I could serve together. So my husband served with our older one. I served with him. And so probably like second or third grade, we started serving in the four-year-old class. And we served there for several years until he could serve on his own. And he told me this morning, he was like, well, every every week or so, I would just take on something else. It started with just prepping right. the snacks and putting out the coloring sheets. But then the next time it was leading this game. And then it was helping that kid who was having a hard time. And then it was until eventually I was leading up the whole thing. And, and don't, you like, think because so he was with, don't you think because he was with you, he felt more confident to do things, and, you know, as you're doing it with him and you might have even been giving him those things. To Absolutely. Do, I was to, giving to him direct, those things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and directing but him. But even that. from his perspective, he took it on. Like it's like, yeah. well, I did this and I I did this and I did this. Yeah. Yes. Well, and one of the things he said, I'd said, well, what makes it hard to do that whenever you're that age? And he was like, ah, oh, I just hated it when somebody else would come in and get there before us who was a grown up, Right. And <laughs> then they would just tell me to just hand out the snack. And I was like, oh, so it was when they underestimated you yeah, and they didn't give you an opportunity, even though you had the skills and actually more experience than they did right. in that room. And they just dismissed you because of your age. And I was like, that is so stinking good. So So serving alongside him, I got to every week at the end go, okay, so what went well today? What did you think went well? Where did you think we could have improved in this and this? Yeah, I saw that too. What do you think we could do differently? And then I was just constantly telling him, okay, it was little things and big things. Everything from, hey, this is how I taught to that parent and why. Well, Mm -hmm. and it it leads me, you know, what you're saying is, is serve with your kid. And one of the things we even talked about in our last last podcast it's just doing life with them along the way. Yes. It, it doesn't mean they need to attend a leadership class. No. <laughs> you know, it, it really means there's so many opportunities to teach your child how to lead along the way. Well, yes. and what I love that, what, what you've said there is there's two different places that we can pull out, be intentional when it comes to leadership with our kids. One is what they're doing in their lives, opportunities that are presented to them for us to, as parents, focus them. This is where you can lead and how you can lead in that situation. But then also create opportunities for them to lead and yes. create places where they can serve and then you can call out and help them lead. And so I think that that's so valuable to know that it, like you, Don said, along the way, but it's all of it. It's all of it together, just everything that's presented to them and then adding things that we present. Yes. And I think on the we present side, it's teaching them those skills that they need. I mean, the basic leadership skills that everybody needs, no matter where you're leading or how you're leading. I mean, everything from just good communication skills, yeah, <laughs> skills, Let's talk, you know, yeah. like that's just kind of basics. And a lot of kids and students don't know how to talk to adults or don't know how to engage with each other or don't know how to talk something through 
or even talk something through in front of people like that's super intimidating. So just showing your kids how to do that, giving them chances to practice with you so you can coach with them, all that kind of thing. is. Well, and I love it uh, along those lines that I could see in the examples you've been giving how you don't start out by telling them what to do. You know, when the fifth grader came in and he had problems, you're like, hey, what's up? So What's questions. happening? Because you started it by getting them to talk so that then you could get the platform to speak in. Hey, come join me in this children's ministry and let's see what happens. Yes, I think when, in fact, I was listening to one of your podcasts where you were talking about listening instead of lecturing, <laughs> which is definitely my default. Here, let me give you a five-point presentation about why that leadership skill is so important. And I know that you're going to be enthralled every second. <laughs> Take some notes. <laughs> but what you're saying is so right, like asking questions, helping them see things from a different perspective, mm -hmm. showing them where it could be improved or where there's an opportunity and how they can do it. I mean, that's one of the biggest things, and I know that y'all are huge proponents of just inspiring our kids and reminding them that we believe in them. Like the gift of belief mm -hmm. is one of the biggest gifts That's we can good. give to our teams. And that includes our kids. And, and, so it, we, and it's super important in creating leaders. Yes. Because leaders have confidence and yes. leaders believe that others believe in them. Yes, absolutely. So skills like communication skills, skills like conflict skills. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, y'all. Like... That is one of the most, and, and I know that honestly, like there's a lot of parents who are listening who are like, well, I'm not that great at conflict. I kind of run away from it too. <laughs> well, okay. So read a book, yeah. listen to this podcast, like work on your conflict skills, because that is super important for us to teach our kids how to engage in healthy conflict. Conflict is not always bad. Right. <laughs> conflict builds towards good things mm -hmm. if we handle it in a healthy way. And so teaching them how to engage in what feels super uncomfortable and hard, how to confront people who, um, how to stand up for themselves, how to have ha um, healthy boundaries. All of those are important skills. Right. Well, and so parents know that you're getting the opportunity to train your children in conflict skills every day when they interact with their siblings. <laughs> because right. siblings are, you know, usually they're not getting along with each other. And I truly believe that that's how God designed it. He designed us to figure out how to work out these skills in our within our family so that when we go out and hit the real world, we can do that. And so you have a great opportunity and so every yeah, day every day <laughs> several times a day usually yes. well and, and so often i think that even in conflict we i go back to i love it that you said we look to serve mm. because you know i remember mccade once i think it was mccade he had a in third grade one I, of them he, yeah one of those one of those boys he had a bully in his classroom oh yes and and it was just it was and so suzanne was brilliant she said go serve him and go and and he's you know, nobody liked the bully. Nobody liked And McCade became his friend. Well, because like the bully would cut in line with everybody. And so I said, McCade, invite him to cut in line in front of you, mm. you know, and or, or, you know, he, you know, he would like take something in McCade. I said, no, you offer it to him before he takes it. Yeah. And over, and then it broke through that relationship because 
instead of facing the conflict with, I'm going to call the teacher and we're going to have this big meeting. and we Which got, sometimes needs to happen. Right. Yes. I mean, but yeah. in this case, it was like she heard from the Lord and said, hey, McKay, let's go figure out how to develop that relationship. Yes. And it broke down everything. And, well, and then what was really cool is it paved the way for me. When, when the kid was bullying somebody else, McKay was able to say, hey, back off. Leave her alone. Mm, you know, leave him alone. So and so good. he actually was able to interact with the, with the bully so that the bully. Um, and yeah. I think that's one of the things <laughs> that as kingdom leaders, we can train that out in our kids as well, is not seeing that other person as the enemy, but seeing them as an image bearer and asking the question, okay, if that's how they're treating you, what in the world do you think is going on inside of them? Yes. And what in the world do you think is happening at their house? And now all of a sudden you're teaching them empathy and compassion, Mm -hmm. which is so important as a leader, right? To ask those deeper questions. And and this is... Third grade in McCade's case. Yes, it's fifth yeah, grade you yeah. were talking about. I mean, it doesn't have to wait till they're in high school. No, no. You know, there's so many opportunities, even as young children, I mean, to, to be able to help them navigate situations and be a leader. Yes, because every life situation is a leadership situation. Right. <laughs> every life lesson is a leadership Spoken lesson. Spoken like a true leader. <laughs> yes, and but say that again because that is valuable and I think that we need to hear that because I do think that as parents we walk into situations not realizing that, oh, I'm I'm leading here. I think we just think, oh, I'm just the parent here. And so say that. Yeah, there is no just a just yes anything yes right yeah yeah every situation is a leadership situation every life lesson is a is a leadership lesson i i remember one of the things that we talk about a lot with our boys is the gift of going first like when you go first you give someone else the gift of going second and so Mm -hmm. if you will go first and pave the way and then others it's so much easier for them to raise their hand or to speak up or whatever and that's a way you can serve others that's so good but that's like looking at it i mean that's just a life like way to be a good person right like that's a life lesson but it's also a leadership lesson if you will go first and doing the hard thing if you will go first in offering a solution if you will go first and serving and picking up the trash like whatever then other people are going to see that and jump in and join in and that's another leadership lesson right um the other thing like one of the big things i think my boys are naturally gifted this way and so we've really tried to Fan it into flame is one of the other skills of leadership is not just breaking things down and seeing where we can improve, but also giving the gift of encouragement to those around you and those you lead. Right. And I think my boys are both just natural encouragers. Like that's really easy for them, but showing them also the impact of their encouragement on people of what that does, how it lifts up someone's head, how it makes them, you know, pull their shoulders back, how it brightens their day, like all of those kinds of things, um, I think are super important to celebrate in our kids. Cause what That's we good. celebrate, we replicate, right? Like, That's so good. just to celebrate those things that we see in them and point them out as great leadership, not just, Oh, you're so good at that. You just keep throwing out these phrases, but they're really cool. I want parents. What we well, they don't originate with me. They back but, pulled I mean, it from John Maxwell like, or yes. over here. But I mean, I want to, the parents to hear them that what we celebrate 
we replicate. I mean, what a cool, I mean, yes. it, it, I love those things. I, oh yeah, I need to celebrate that then because it's going to replicate. And that's where you see the benefits of encouragement. That Well, and I like it that it's not just notice it and bring it out. It's celebrate. I mean, and that's a big word and that, that brings life to any situation. So I just, I love that that's the focus. Which also kind of goes down a path I'd like to go here because when our kids do leadership things, that's when we need to, or when they do things that are worth celebrating, I mean, that's a time to really celebrate. Mm-hmm. And, and to your to your point, Suzanne, it's not just, hey, good job. It's like, yeah. oh, I, I noticed that. I oh, saw wow. that. That's great. Yeah. But next level is celebrate. Yeah. Yes. So like not just celebrating the performance part, like, oh, you made a good play or whatever. Like yeah. one of the things we used to joke about Hudson, our oldest, who's now a junior, he used to play football and basketball and all the different sports. He doesn't anymore. Uh, but, but just barely, like it's only had not been playing for a year, right? Only, or yeah, even yes. Just, he had right. multiple concussions. Right. And so he stepped out of that. He stepped more into music. It's all great now. But, <laughs> but there was um, a transition. whenever he was playing all these sports, we'd always joke because Hudson was always the one who, after a play, you know, the other kid from the other team is like knocked out on the floor or whatever or out on the field. And he's like stopping and helping them pick up and like patting them on the back and like, hey, good job. And then afterwards, he's like high-fiving the other guys from the other team and all this stuff. And we were like, okay, you're taking so much time in between the play. Like, get off the play. Yeah. But at the same time, like every game, we would just be like, dude, I love the way that you encourage that other player. I right. love the That's way so that you beautiful. patted him on the back. I love the way you celebrate his amazing play that happened right in front of you because you didn't defend him well. Like, I yeah. love the way you did that. Like, just because that's his heart, like that's his character and that's a leadership skill. Like mm-hmm. that's a big deal. And so trying to celebrate those things as they happen, it's really important. So yeah. good. And, I mean that, and so that even just to drop that down for you guys that have toddlers, what does that look like with your littles? Like when you, what did you do with your little boy when they were little bitty? How did you celebrate their Yes, anytime they shared. <laughs> anytime, oh, that's good. Anytime they took care of someone else. Uh, my boys both love ones behind them. And so even when they were little, mm-hmm. like they loved babies or mm-hmm. they loved little toddlers when they were a few Beautiful. steps ahead. And so anytime that they would just be sweet and take care of or encourage mm-hmm. or say something kind to or speak a word over that kid, like I would just try to celebrate that because it was just... Number one, it's unusual. Right. Because children are so ch- self-centered or so focused yes. on what I need, want, get. And because I wanted more of that. I wanted them to right, do that more. Exactly. Yeah. What we replicate. celebrate, we replicate. Yep. You know, another thing that we talk about is just, and I think that um, it's it's a great thing. We're talking about how to build your kids into kingdom leaders is speaking declarations yes. over their lives. You want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah, and Gosh. so along with that, I when you and I had a conversation however many months ago, you know, before the COVID and the snow and all that stuff, you had said that before your kids get out of the car every morning, you say something to them. And so I was like, that I want that on our podcast. I want you to include that. And so So one of the things that has been so important to me and y'all model this is constantly being around other parents who are a couple steps ahead of you. <laughs> and anytime I, I come into contact with a mom who has boys who are like, I'm like, oh my gosh, tell me all the things, you know, <laughs> tell me what to do. Tell me, like, give me a sneak peek, you know, all the things. Cause I just want to learn. And I right. feel like I'm out of my depths all the time. 
But one particular instance of that is I was meeting with another um, woman who's just a fantastic developer of leaders. And this was years ago. I mean, I think Hudson was maybe kindergarten. I mean, they were mm-hmm. little bitty. And she has, you know, had at that time, her boys were in high school. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, tell me all the things. Like, tell me what I should be doing. Like, tell me, ah, what am I looking forward to? And, and one of the stories she told me, she said, every day I declare over them who they are. And every day before they leave, no matter where they're leaving, no matter where they're going, no matter, we've been doing this for years, I say the same thing over and over. And I don't even remember what her statement was. Mm-hmm. But I went home and I was like, I want to do that. So like, good. what are the most important things? And so Brian and I brainstormed and talked about it. And we finally landed on lead well and shine your light. Mm-hmm. And that's our thing. Like we say it every time they leave, and it doesn't matter where they're going. Hey, love you so much. Lead well and shine your light. Lead well, oh, like so you are going to walk into and you are going to be a leader. You get to choose how you lead. Mm-hmm. And then shine your light, like let the love of Jesus just, pour yeah, out of you. Back to why are you doing this? Yes. That's your purpose. That's yes. your identity. Who are you glorifying? Shine your light. Yeah. So, and we say so, all kinds of other things over right. them and about them and all kind of thing. But that, and so it's funny when I asked the boys uh, today, I was like, yes, well, yeah, we've, you've always told us we're a leader. You always say lead well and shine your light. Like we've always known we're leaders. Of course, right. we're going to walk in and. Like, I just love how you're even shrugging like that. I know. It's like mom. It's like it is. That's it I, is. Just and I'm like, oh, I'm so thankful that that's like how you heard it and how you internalized it. You didn't see it as this pressure thing that I'm like telling you you have to do. Like it's just who you are, and so of course you're going to do that. Yeah, that's awesome. What are some? Have you uh, so some, some other statements that? Yeah are, you know, that would be suggested to, for parents. Yeah, well. Or should everyone just say lead well and say <laughs> yes, Well, I'm sure everybody has their own I thing mean, it'll they work. really yeah. want to say. Well, I was going to say, like, there are several things that we just need to be telling them. Like, we need to tell them they're a leader. Like, they, you know, we need to tell them leadership stories, like things mm-hmm. that work, things that didn't work. We need to tell them about the impact they're having. Like, we need to tell them the qualities we see and the ones that we want them to, like, we need to tell them all those things. But having just a short statement is super helpful, I think, because it becomes that thing that they and just... And consistent. It's consistent, you know. right? And well, so, and when when they run up against a situation, then that is what God plays in their head, yeah. is what, what's been that track that's been laid. And they do also know that that's our expectation of them. True, <laughs> like, which is... Yeah. Like, I, I don't care what crazy is going on in that classroom or in that scenario like i'm expecting you to lead well and shine your light in that scenario and so you can choose not to and that's fine but yeah so other ones might be love god and love others today yeah like love god and love others today or how can you serve today look to serve today Mm -hmm. seek god first today like all of those kinds of things another one you know again if you're a valley creeker this sounds familiar but ask listen and respond today Mm -hmm. where is he speaking listen for his voice today um, follow and you, God, lead you others. You are a mighty man of God. That's the yes. that's a Valley Creek yeah. too. Yes. Yeah. I love remember who you are. You know, yes. just remember who, whose you are and who you are. Yes. A lot of times we we talk about it at, at Crazy Cool Family having the, the family name. Remember you're a Manning. Yeah. You yes. Know, act like a Manning. Yep. And you know, just calling to something higher purpose. Yes. Your child of the King. You know, things like that. Yes. And whatever it is, I love the idea of repetition mm-hmm. because. That's what they remember, you know, and if you uh, have a consistent phrase, it doesn't have to be every day or whatever, but, you know, no pressure on on parents, but, you know, just being able to be consistent with it and and calling things out in them. That's awesome. 
Yeah, it, because just like whenever people have done that for us, whether it was in our childhood or whenever we were leading or on a team, when someone says something over us that is helping us lift our heads to see that we're part of something bigger, yeah, that we were created on purpose for a purpose, mm-hmm. that there's an invitation to join God in his redemptive work. So like that is, that lifts my head from just, you know, staring right at myself and what's going yes. on in my world to seeing like, oh, I'm a part of something bigger here. Right, Like exactly. there's a bigger story yeah. going on. Oh, there's that, that's a whole nother podcast. Yes, exactly. I mean, seriously, to give our children, our teens perspective and purpose and, and all of that to pull them out of the anxiety. I mean, so, so much is there, but. Well, I love this discussion on helping our parents raise kingdom leaders. Thank mm-hmm. you, Julie, for, for being with us today. Um, for those that want to connect with you for anything, you, yeah, you, like you, you've done things from working with leaders to working with uh, young people. Tell them about, you know, just how they can connect with you, what you would. Yeah. And your Instagram, your Facebook, yeah. you know, all of those, all yeah. the things. <laughs> well, you're very kind. It's been a treat to be with y'all. They can find me at juliepierceleadership.com. And my Instagram handle is the same, Julie Pierce Leadership. And I just share things that I'm learning from leaders and uh, really just enjoy having the opportunity to invest in leaders, invest in their teams, help them be healthy, thriving, and strong. That's, uh, that's really, at the end of the day, what it's about, because yep. that's where the impact happens. Yeah, you were telling us just, and I'll do an advertisement for you here a little bit, but <laughs> is that, you know, you work with a lot of leaders that are going into new situations, and you have a, a coaching program for them, you know, and so I just think that's huge to, you know, and, and to be able to there's a lot of people that need that. You know, there's a lot of people that are entering new leadership situations and, or, you know, maybe, or just wonder how they could be a better leader. And so that'd be a great way to connect with Julie to, um, or you might have her speak. She's an excellent speaker, as you can tell from the podcast, but just has, has um, developed tons of leadership material that I've seen excellent stuff so she's the real deal one of the things that we were talking about too is you know parents for those of you that have got like seniors in high school or maybe a a college student that's trying to figure out what they want to do with your life you've got a little niche for that on your website right Yes. So it's, it's funny. I don't get to do as much of that as I used to, like when I was working with young adults every day, but it's really fun to help really anybody who's kind of at that crossroads in their life, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out, okay, how, what it's very much that story I shared earlier about what I was experiencing, trying to figure out, okay, how am I uniquely created? How do I best contribute to the kingdom? What is the invitation for me? Mm -hmm. And so helping them discover their leadership style, their leadership purpose, their leadership potential, all of those pieces, and then trying to figure out, okay, so how can I best contribute in a career, in an industry, mm-hmm. knowing what I know now? And so we have a way of walking through that that's super fun. I just love to see those And that's on your website. On. It's called Crossroads, right? Yes, and Crossroads so if you scroll, Coaching, if you, yeah. If you hit the menu, you can find that. So. 
Thank you so, so very, very much for being with us. I want before just one more yes. thing. You shared with us a resource that I want to empower oh, yeah. our parents to have Ooh, as well, yes. just in case this just was the top of the iceberg. This is just us telling you, yes, your children are leader now. Help them to be leaders. But if you're like, I have no idea how to do that, what would be the resource that you would recommend? Yeah, so I'm a book recommender like crazy. <laughs> I read. So she's got 372. Readers are readers and readers are leaders. And so I love recommending books. But I'll say, one of my favorite resources along this topic is growingleaders.com. Yeah, and so we'll put a, this all in the show yeah, notes. Yeah, so I think yeah. it's, an, or, it's an organization started by Tim Elmore, who is just an excellent, he has a passion for helping all of us, whether we lead um, uh, students and kids and young mm-hmm. adults, or whether we have one in our family, like whatever the situation, he creates all these great resources. I every single book I've read and I highly recommend, like they are just excellent, giving us tools for how to empower our students to lead, how to invest in them, how mm-hmm. to give them the the skills that they need. And so I just can't recommend them enough. Yeah, and so like Michael and Maddox both have read one of the books, Habitudes. Habitudes, and yes. As you mentioned that, and, they, and Maddox quotes it all the time. Well, Mom, yes. in Habitudes it says, you know, if yeah. you'll it'll take 10 minutes a day and once you start, you, you know, if you just will start, then you'll finish. And just all the different things that he's quoting from it. So thanks for sharing that That's so yeah. Julie okay, Pierce, you want to wrap it up yeah Julie Pierce, <laughs> Julie Pierce and creatingleaders.com is that right growing leaders growing leaders <laughs> yes okay Julie Pierce leadership.com and growingleaders.com with Tim Elmore yes. would be a recommended resource again we'll put that in the episode notes but thanks again for being with us and as always parents go be crazy crazycoolfamily.com <laughs> <laughs>